Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Uh, we'll get help from Michael Williams, contributor, host for golf on CBS Sports Radio, also writes for golfarx.com. Uh, Michael, how are you tonight? How good a PGA Open was that? Uh, I am doing great, and the large part of why I'm doing great is because we got to see some championship golf, and you know what? What a tournament! I mean, what a what a great way to start the championship season. It's been a delay; everything's been weird, just like in every sport. But you know, the guys at the PGA, and I want to say a big shout out and congratulations to the guys Seth Waugh, um, Susie Whaley, Price uh, Dan Dillon, local local chairman. Everybody did a great job in putting on that tournament, making it happen in this COVID nineteen era. And they were rewarded with an unbelievable championship and just, I mean, what a sparkling new talent, you know, you have on the horizon, uh, Colin Morikawa. This couldn't right. be better. We'll get into the uh, play of the winner, uh, which was phenomenal, in a second. But anytime you have a major play, um, everyone wants to dissect the course. Uh, yeah. had, to, had to get back to Harding Park, been a while, but... I thought the course A looked phenomenal, which, oh, shoot, uh, we're doing this live. He, he, Colin was just handed the trophy, the you want to make a trophy, and he li- goes to lift it over his head, and the top comes off. And he right. almost beamed himself in the head. Uh, luckily, he dodged well, much like he dodged any problems out there on the courts. He dodged the top of the trophy and didn't hurt himself. But that's a video you'll be seeing on YouTube for years and years and years to come. All right, back to the course. How did you think Harding Park looked? How do you think it played? How fair was it? How tough was it? Give me your evaluation of the course before we talk about the guy who mastered it. Um, I think it's another great uh, advertisement for uh, public golf courses being the settings for major championships. I've been watching that course since I was managing golf courses some years ago, <laughs> and that was sort of the, one of the standards, along with Beth Page uh, up in New York, of how uh, the game of golf and local governments come together in these public-private partnerships and take a, a really good golf course and make it into something special. And I think, uh, again, Kerry Haig, who does a course set up for uh, the PGA, did a fantastic job in taking the course. It has to play muni play, so it doesn't have these greens that are small and super slopey and the ball is going to be rolling away from you at 17 miles an hour. 
you know, when you just hit a two-foot putt. It's, the greens are relatively flat and uh, relatively, relatively large, but they had the rough up, and the weather cooperated with some nice, cold, heavy air, and uh, you got uh, a champion with a great championship score, but, you know, they didn't run away from it. You know, people were thinking they were going to put up 21, 22 under or something like that. No way. I think this course uh, really acquitted itself well. And, again, a special shout-out to the guys who set it up. And, you know, it's going to be back. It, it, that, that course could easily host another major championship. Absolutely. It should after the uh, tournament they put on here against yeah. the odds that they were going against. The only thing I noticed about it was, and I'm not critiquing it, I'm just pointing it out, it seemed like the one thing that they kind of tinkered with was – the greenside bunkers that they weren't real sandy. They were almost beaten down and guys had tough times getting up and down out of those bunkers. Do you think that was planned? That's just the way it worked out. Did guys not have good up and down weeks? They played fine for the fairway bunkers actually, because I thought they were flat there too. Guys could pick it off and go 200 plus out of a fairway bunker if necessary. Uh, what do you think of the greenside bunkers? Well, yeah, you, you just said it, you just covered it because you know, what? A, a, not a bunch of sand in, uh, in in bunkers. Welcome to the world of municipal golf. That's what they do. Um, <laughs> and you know, I I I don't I don't have any sympathy for guys who say, "Oh, there's not no sand in these bunkers, and I can't manage it." So you do this for a living, okay? And you can go have a wedge <laughs> made for you from scratch, out of steel by Thor. Okay, you have that much money that you can go get a special wedge that is especially made for these conditions. So I just don't want to hear it. So. Um, the green side bunkers, they play how they're played. You know that you have to pick it, so go do that. Um, and, you know, as you said, they have a big advantage out of the fairway bunkers because they can just absolutely go for it. They don't have to worry about picking up a spoonful of sugar. So, uh, you know, it, it cuts both ways. But, you know, at the end of the day, everybody plays the same course. And, you know, you got one guy who played it better than everybody else. And the bunkers did give it and take it away. We're talking to Michael Williams from uh, CBS uh, Radio, our golf insider and uh, writer for Golf Arcs. Um, give me the background on Colin Morikawa. I saw him win a couple of weeks ago. It was a nice win. wasn't a major tournament by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. But he's a youngster who made his name pretty quickly and his bones on the tour. I couldn't have told you before this weekend started exactly what his game was. I can tell you what DJ's game is. I can tell you what McElroy's game I can tell you what Tiger's game is. I didn't yeah. know what Morikawa's game was. How would you describe his game, and did he play above and beyond his game this week? Uh, so a couple of fun facts about Colin Morikawa, a guy who uh, at one time was the uh, top-ranked amateur in the world. So people who follow amateur golf very much know him. Turned pro in uh, 2019. Uh, only took starts for him to uh, get his first tour victory. It's 2019 at the Barracuda Championship. Uh, he got his uh, second one this year in a playoff against Justin Thomas. So that he has actually now more wins than missed cuts you know, in, in, his, uh, in his career, which is saying something. He started off his career with 22 uh, made cuts. Which uh, before he missed one, which is second place to a guy named Tiger, who started off his career with 25. Um, I think another fun fact is that when he uh, played in the Farmers Insurance Open this year with Tiger, was paired with Tiger. That was the first time that uh, Tiger was paired with a player in an event who was born after him, after he turned pro. <laughs> so wow, yeah. So he is a guy who people know about who follow golf, and you're asking for one word to describe his game, 
I would say his, his description from him would be elegant. Um, he plays every club in the bag. Um, he moves the ball both ways. He has the ability to control his ball flight, to control his shot shape. Um, he is the absolute polar opposite of somebody like, let's say, a Bryson DeChambeau, who's trying to turn the game into a home run derby right. where he hits two clubs. He wants to hit driver lob wedge on every single hole. Um, uh, this guy is um, a thinker. He plays chess while other guys are playing checkers. And uh, I think he's built for championship golf. And, you know, God willing and the crick don't rise. I think you can see him at the top of the leaderboard in a lot of major championship in years to come. And I'll tell you, as I was sitting here, I'm doing a show for the last three hours, and I'm trying to watch a tournament at the same time, and you're a little bit distracted while hosting a national sports <laughs> talk show. Um, but it seemed to me they always give you the great behind-the-player look when he tees off. And basically it seemed like he hit it exactly where he wanted to, wanted to in the way that he wanted to. He's not the kind who shapes shots and plays a major fade or a big hook temperate on either fades or hooks, but he hit it down the middle every single time, and it just seemed like he hit it exactly where he wanted to. I guess that's how you were just describing him, that he's just a stone-cold, very solid, fundamental player. Yeah, he's, I'd say, elegant and very deliberate. You know, when you mentioned that he's, like, sort of hitting the spots in the air that he's aiming for, and he's the type of player who's aiming for, like, a, a, a spot, 40 feet in the air that's the size of a Dunkin' Donut, and he puts it right through there and, you know, moves his ball and shapes his ball in that way. I'm going to tell you, that drive on number 16, that drivable par four, again, kudos to the uh, PGA Championship uh, people for setting up this course so that you have so many holes where you have risk-reward and, you know, people got, you know, rewarded and punished, you know, in equal amounts. But he stood up there, 16, a championship on the line on Sunday at his age and takes the driver to seven feet on a on a 300 yard uh, 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 drivable par four, um, it's it's one of the great shots in PGA uh, Championship history, if not right. PGA Tour history. And um, I think it's just a defining moment for a career. That's the type of thing that can launch a guy into thinking about. Not only does it make us think about him in a different way, he's going to start to think about himself in a different way. If I can do that under those circumstances, what is it that I can't do? And we've seen Tiger hit those sorts of shots in different circumstances too. And look where it took him. So um, big, big, coming through big and big moments on big stages is what makes all-time great. And, uh, yeah, I think you just saw another one. As, oh, as I, far as I think is the movie, right? Could, could very well be, yeah. Won a couple Academy yeah. Awards last year in the remake. Uh, we will be remaking <laughs> another star in, star on the PGA Tour. Michael Williams, I guess, here on CBS Sports Radio. All right. Um, and, oh, by the way, the unbelievable drive that he had, 300 and change onto the green, seven feet out. A second-year player might be able to do that very infrequently, but he might be able to do that. But then he's supposed to miss the putt. He drains the seven-footer and gets the 13-under, and that's why it became. It's a, the combination of both of those shots. Don't forget he had to make the putt. Uh, will be, as you said, a historical golf, golf memories down the road. Uh, all right, uh, Dustin Johnson uh, birdies out on 18 to get to minus 11, so he finishes in a tie for second place before uh, with Paul Casey. Before the tournament started, is this one where DJ can hold on? He's had so many chances in majors. He's only gotten one. Is this going to be another? He let it slip through his fingers. I'm not going to use the word choke because this was not a choke. He played under par golf today. Uh, this was just someone stepping up and playing out of his mind golf and took it from him. 
Is that the way the critics are going to look at it, or is DJ going to hear it? Another one, 30, uh, three-day lead heading into Sunday, and he didn't get the job done. No, I mean, you'll hear, I think everybody's, you know, with the Internet. I mean, you'll hear a little bit of everything, right, because, you know, that's the way people are. You're going to hear uh, people that disparage him and say he didn't do this and he didn't do that. Look, he got beat by a better guy on a better day. I mean, that's just, that's just it. Uh, the guy put up a 64. And, um, you know, there's, there's no shame in Dustin Johnson going out and shooting a 68, you know, uh, in, in the final group. It's not like he, you know, completely stepped on his shoelaces a la Brooks Kepka, you know, who went out and talked a lot of oatmeal yesterday and then goes out and shoots four over. And I don't know if he was hurt, if that hip finally just popped out of place permanently, but it seemed like from very, very excellent lives, he was hitting a lot of terrible iron shots. And I, I wonder if he was not physically uh, feeling uh, uh, tip top, but you know DJ, he, he had a, he had an okay day. Morikawa had an awesome day, and that's that's the way that works. You know you can't you can't play defense out there, right? It's not like you can go out and block somebody's shot. You got to do what you can do and see what the other guy does. So I, I think he did just fine, and it's good to see him back in contention because he hadn't been playing that well in the first two days of tournaments coming into this. So it's good to see him back on track. Fully expecting to see him uh, do well at the rest of the majors this year. All right, two more questions for you. And again, thanks for your time, Michael. Um, Brooks Kepka put up a not so impressive 74 today and dropped to a tie for 29th when he was in the last three pairings. Yeah. Uh, and even before the tournament, they asked him about his chances today, and he said, uh, kind of braggadociously, well, you know, I've kind of been here and done that. Uh, I've got a bunch of championships, and uh, no one else up here on the top of the leaderboard has got the uh, hardware that I've got. Uh, I didn't. I, I know Kepka's a confident guy, but I never thought of him as a cocky guy, and he took it to the cocky level today. I don't know if that spurred the winner on at all. If anything, I thought it might have eaten at his buddy uh, Dustin Johnson a little bit, who ends up finishing well above him. Kepka just... Being honest, shooting the breeze, thought that he could get a mental edge. Were you surprised by what he said before the tournament took off today? Not really. I mean, he's a he's a man of few words. You know, he's not um, uh, he's not Phil Mickelson. You know, who will give you 15 minutes on you know the direction of the Earth that is spinning. You know, it, it's it, that's that's just Phil. That's who he is. Uh, but Brooks is uh, more that quiet type, the soft spoken type. But he definitely as a giant chip on his relative, relatively giant shoulders. And he will tell you if he feels that you know, he's better than this, he's better than the field. And he did the same thing with all the other championships. Look, he's the only guy who was coming in here who had a chance for a three-peat. You know, right. out of the, you know, coming into this championship, the last two U.S. Opens, last two PGAs, he had two, two wins and a second in the U.S. Open. He had two wins in the PGA Championship coming into this one. So in my mind, he's, he's earned the right to talk a little smack. Didn't come through. We'll see what happens in the U.S. Open because, you know, again, in, in major championships, uh, if you take away this round, going into them, the favorite still has got to be Brooks Kepka. All right, and uh, I need you to be honest with me here because they kept harping on it on the tournament. And, again, I'm just judging by graphics because I can't have the volume up while I'm doing a show. They kept mentioning about the fact that Paul Casey has played in more majors without having won one than anyone in the history of golf. 
And at one point, he was surely tied for the lead. He might have had it there for about two or three minutes where he had the lead solo by himself. And he, of course, finishes in a second-place tie with Dustin Johnson. Uh, four or five holes to go. Were you rooting for Paul Casey? No. Okay, that's an honest answer. I like it. Why not? No. I, you know, Paul Casey's a nice player, and Paul Casey has made a great living, and uh, he just might win a major someday. You know, we'll see. But I, I think, you know, for me, as a guy who follows the game and has to talk about the game to guys like you, then I would, there are other stories I'd rather talk about. There'd be Colin. There'd be Brooks. There'd be DJ. There'd be, you know, any number of better stories. Cameron Champ, you know, would have been a great story. Um, there's other stories that I'd rather tell. You know, God bless him. I, I, I wish him no ill, but, um, you know, I, when I'm rooting for Paul Casey, mm, no, I can't find a hook for him. But, you know, I, maybe I need to go get to know Paul a little bit better. We spend some time, you know, have some beers and, you know, roll a couple frames of bowling, and, you know, we'll see if we can uh, develop that type of relationship. But for now, yeah, I, I was rooting for somebody else. All right, give us a quick peek at the two remaining majors this year. There is no Open, a.k.a. the British Open. That's what I call it forever, and now I'm told I can't call it that anymore. I have to call it the Open. Um, But we do have the U.S. and the the late-in-the-year Masters. What did we learn going forward from today's outcome as to what we can look forward to in the two other majors? Interesting. Okay, so you have the uh, U.S. Open at Wingfoot which is uh, one of the toughest courses, one of the most pure golf courses in the world. It is built in the charter for that golf course. It was built um, by uh, the members to host championship golf tournaments. Um, and the first uh, U.S. Open that they held there was won by Bobby Jones. It has a uh, pedigree as good as any course in the world. Um, it, it, the course can be set up to be incredibly difficult. If you remember in 1974, Hale Irwin won the Master of Wingfoot at seven over was the winning score. Um, that, that is how hard that course can be. The interesting parts are going to be that, you know, you're going to have U.S. Open rough, but you won't have U.S. Open fans to trample it down. So I would say the two things to look for there are, number one, the great views because you won't have stands or anything like that. You'll be able to, be able to see these beautiful views. You'll have high rough, and I, I think you're going to see some lost balls like right, you really haven't seen before. And also they're going to hustle those guys around there because as you're coming later into the year, You'll have less daylight. So you got to squeeze in those tee times right. late in the day. Remember, you're not playing at the spring, beginning of the spring or summer. You're going to have less less daylight there. So they really have to get after it in terms of tee times. Um, the Masters will be really interesting to like play in front of falling leaves instead of blooming azaleas and magnolias. Um, I think you know the course is going to be in phenomenal shape, of course, because they have a budget. You know, like the Department of Defense to keep it like that. So uh, it's it's, you know, it, it's going to be absolutely gorgeous to see. And, uh, you know, it's just going to be interesting to see if, you know, all these bombers, I mean, look at the guys at the top of the leaderboard, if these bombers can really finesse their game the way you have to um, for, for, for Augusta National. And, um, it, it, you know, I, again, you know, you won't have fans. You won't have a bunch of people down there, you know, and the roars. You'll miss the roars through the pines, you know, as people make those great shots. But um, still looking forward to seeing uh, the golfers, you know, do their thing at two of the best golf courses on the on the entire planet i will tell you this as a former westchester county resident of new york uh who's had a a cold one or two in the 19th hole at wingfoot never played the course but uh a member did invite me to come in and have a beer with them or two knowing the westchester fans oh there'll be some in there they'll sneak in 
They'll get around in security. Uh, you try and run a uh, tournament at Wingfoot and tell all those Westchester golf fanatics they can't show up, then we'll see. There may be some arrests, but they will get in and they will be seen on television. That's a prediction. Who's going to win it? I don't know. But I can guarantee you I'll tell you some people get in to actually observe on the fan side at Wingfoot. Great stuff, Michael. Appreciate you coming on board. Thanks much for the insight. We will definitely do it again. Uh, we got a little later in the season. Always a pleasure, man. Anytime. My pleasure. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.